Webster's Dictionary defines determinate as having exact and discernible limits or form. And you know what that means? It's lemonade mouth, oh, of course. No. It's a whole new pod. Welcome I'm Lucas back. Melby. I'm Jacob Telejohn. Master of intros. And lemonade mouth. It's not just something my dentist referred to me as. It's not your mother's decom. It's my dad's. Though. He <laughs> loves this movie. We're a whole new pod. We're the podcast all about Disney Channel original movies. That's right. And our intros, this time, just as messy as this movie is itself. Because this movie, all over the place. Yeah. It's... I struggle to take notes on this one. For regarding the, regarding the characters, like like a lot of our movies have, you know, like one main character they focus on. You know, maybe we get a, a second or something, you know, stories collide. But this one was like kind of five stories, five running Storyline, and maybe even more if you want to count the principal. You know, I don't I, know. I, you made me think. I'm like, how many members of this band are there? I had to think for a second because yeah, there's it's... a secret one that gets added in at the Ooh, end. True. Well, let's, we don't talk about him. No. I, but you know what? We're not gonna pussyfoot around oh my, here. Pussy galore. We're just gonna get right into it because this is a long decon. Yeah. This is one of the longest ones. Came in at an hour and fifty minutes. Yeah, I think this is one of like the longest ever. And oh wow. That means it's also one of the longest we've had so far. I think High School Musical 2 is like an hour 55. And okay. there's other movies that float around an hour 40, hour 50. This one might have been longer, too, on. because the, the credits actually go through the whole end of the movie. And we had to watch them. Yeah. And, we didn't want to miss a thing. Where else in uh, High School Musical, maybe maybe we got a freeze frame. I can't remember how that ended. They uh, jumped in the air and they said Camp Rock. Mm. <laughs> yes. Unfortunately, Lemonade Mouth, I was... I think whenever we get one of these music ones and I go in excited, I'm disappointed. High School Musical 1, that one I was actually excited for. That one paid off. High School Musical 2, I was disappointed. I was excited to see that one. Disappointed. Camp Rock, I'm like, they're going to do the High School Musical thing again. Camp Rock 1, not a big fan. Going to Camp Rock 2, who knows what's going to happen. Camp Rock 2... Potentially, in my opinion, maybe better than High School Musical wow. 1, but I still give the respect to, you know, the originator of the format. Coming into Lemonade Mouth, super long movie. That must mean there's like a ton of songs in it. Not really, Not actually. Songs, but some of the performances, are, I think, are some of our best we've seen in DCOMs. And this one was another one where I, well, the name is very catching. You yes. hear about... You know, best decoms. You see these lists. Lemonade mouth. What the fuck is that? No, and like like you said, this is 2011. This is right after you know the high school on deck, whatever Zach and Cody movies. So like these are movies that are you know we're 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 in we're in high school. These are movies that I I haven't seen. You know, I'm the oh in the 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 garbled title of Sweet Life. The Sweet Life movie was referring to our high school. I, I was just saying, as, as a resident decomer, these are not movies that I recognize anymore. Always be decomming. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, as I said, name I knew. Ratings-wise, yes. it was still like pretty successful, but this is still in that downward trend where like people aren't watching television as much anymore. Yeah. But externally, from because just, you're getting more, more streaming. Yeah. Externally, just from the airing of the show. Yeah. As was the case, I think, with a lot of these movies, there was a corresponding album release. Yep. And the album for this was actually very successful. Really? I think it was like at its peak for the album's chart. It was like number four on wow. the Billboard chart. The Teeny Boppers, whether they fully loved the movie, I assume they did. They I, I really loved the music. So that's why I was like, well, shit, if the music is so successful, it should be front and center. But it kind of wasn't. And maybe some of that makes sense because this 
Seems weird unless you're J.R.R. Tolkien, who loves to write songs for dwarves and hobbits to sing. But this movie was based on a book, which seems like a weird thing to do is trying to have some kind of rebellious teen rock story. But it's a book, so you obviously don't have the music. So I don't that's probably why, like, there's I mean, I would argue some of like the development of the characters is lacking. But that's why that's maybe more of a focus is like the character drama rather yeah. than just being like, I want to sing some fucking songs. Well, I, I'm, I'm also surprised this ended up not being like one that they tried to make a sequel for. I mean, like you said, like, like if there wasn't another book, I mean, there wouldn't have been another attempt. I believe to... when I was glancing through the Wikipedia page, there was some reference to them working on a sequel. But then it's just like, oh, Something it's not fell. happening. Yeah, you know? These through. movies are never that big a deal that there's actual like cited sources for why things fall through yeah and the other thing i was potentially excited about coming into this movie is that i didn't know really any of the actors so i was like oh maybe it's not them trying to push these actors from like a disney channel series in maybe these are like actual like musicians and actors but then i did some research and they do literally no nobody no they do have disney channel connections just maybe not ones i knew and then some of them have like future disney channel connections probably just giving you the cast of characters from the top because i don't know if i did the best job in my notes but main character kind of there's not really a specific main character the the one girl i would say the oh, the, the one girl well the, <laughs> the, the the one girl who is more vocal yes about, oh, no you're you're saying stella's the main character i i i stella kind of feels like the main character in a lot of this movie she, she's maybe the more vocal one but, but i i think i guess you are right the one with the the boyfriend is maybe the the, the 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 singer. Well, there's a character, the Olivia, singer. who is narrating the movie. So okay. I would argue that she oh, is the main character. She, she is telling the story. Stella, yeah. though, Stella is actually one where I think she is mainly a musician currently and yeah. didn't really have too many acting credits and no Disney Channel association. So I don't actually have her actress's names down here. Sorry, disrespect. But uh, Olivia yeah. is played She's by... She's the singer. Well, they kind of all sing at well, different times. The lead singer. She plays no instrument. Basically, only one of the band members doesn't really sing. Though he still is like, I'm not going to sing that song anymore. So Olivia is played by Bridget Mendler. Yes. Who is apparently some kind of recurring character who was in most of Good Luck Charlie. Okay. So show, that's show a show we know of. Watch. And we know that we'll finally get another Christmas movie. Unfortunately, it's going to be Good Luck Charlie Christmas. Damn it. So that's not too fun. When... <laughs> So Olivia, basic name, when, weirder name, and kind of a weird kid. He is played by Adam Hicks, yes. who is from a show called Zeke and Luther. And him I've seen before, actually. Okay. He, Maybe I, I in your nightmares. <laughs> yeah, he, he's like a little redhead dude. He does look kind of creepy. He's not what you'd expect he's from got really a, beady eyes. a male Disney Channel star. And, no, he's not you know, hunky, like respect. handsome. He gets his, his rap game on. So I don't... He's not picked just for his looks, so... But he's, have you ever heard of Zeke and Luther? It seems to have ran for three seasons, 77 episodes or something. Maybe that's where, I I have to guess that's where I recognize him from, but I I, I don't know the name by by the name of it. Mohini, or Mo, is played by Naomi Scott. Maybe I recognize him from How to Eat Fried Worms. Yes, he was also in that. uh, I bet that's where Which was probably a Disney-produced movie. Uh, Naomi Scott plays Mo, uh, and Naomi Scott doesn't have, like, Within the context of 2011, she doesn't have a Disney connection. 
She goes on to play the Pink Ranger in the kind of not great, I've heard, Whoa. Power Rangers live action movie sponsored by Krispy Kremes. What? But then she plays Jasmine in the live action Aladdin, which I also didn't hear great things about, the one with Will Smith as the genie. Mo- and apparently they're oh, making wow. Aladdin 2. Oh, no. Uh, Prince with, of Thieves, with, maybe? With or without Will Smith. Nah, Disney will do it. <laughs> Charlie, who is a drummer, is played by Blake Michael who is from the show I know only by name, but have lots of questions. Dog with a blog seems to be some kind of recurring character on there. And then when I was doing this research, I didn't really know who Scott was in the context of this movie. Uh, But he is played by uh, an actor named Nick Rue. And he is in nothing, really. But he had a, a mini recurring role in Wizards of Waverly Place, where he played a character named Chase Riprock. Rip so I couldn't let that Riff pass Rick. by. That's basically Chaz Anthony level of made up names. Rip so that is our primary cast of characters. You're not going to remember any of the, the names we just said. And you don't we said need to. Real names and fake names. And we'll maybe kind of try to have it make sense as we go along. Maybe try to use their um, their instrument, the 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 pianist, the drummer, and maybe, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to be saying pianist, <laughs> pianist, as pianist. much as I can in this episode. So now we're getting into the actual, that's why I didn't want to, you know, have any chit-chat, because guess what? Jacob and my lives were boring. We've established this, nothing happens ever. Yeah, we have nothing. Except good. for porn bots on Twitter, yeah. which maybe I'll give a little update on that Ooh. at the end. Very dramatic. Like this okay. opening that I already referenced is being narrated by... Our quote-unquote main character, Olivia. Bridget Mendler. And it's kind of being delivered over these fans. Oh, they're all crazy. Yes. They're shouting Lemonade Mouth. They're handing in tickets to this big stadium show to go see Lemonade Mouth. And and we're smart enough to, you know... We know the name of the movie. <laughs> yes. So e- either we, we, we you know, figured this is either uh, a dream or this was just like a, a flash Because we've had forward. that with something, some other movie. Cheetah Girls. Like, I feel like two of the Probably. three Cheetah Girls movies, or at least... It always feels like after the first Cheetah Girls movie, we're always questioning how big of a deal the Cheetah Girls actually yeah. were. And we kind of got if, those if like really fake out. worldwide like, or if they're just like, you know, they're, they're one, popular on the block. They're one worldwide. Yes. yes. And this is obviously, well, I shouldn't say obviously, but not surprisingly, this is one of those like, bet you're wondering how we became Lemonade Mouth. Mm. Well, we kept it a secret, but this is the real story. Oh, golly. How do we begin? Well... Have flash, you seen The Breakfast Club? Yes. Have a flash a sign of the detention room labeled detention. I know I wasn't in detention too often, but I don't think it just was a room that just said detention. No, no. It, it was usually like some teachers, you know, they, they would probably just take responsibility every other week or something. But we get the rundown of all of the band members. Olivia, the singer. Can I do it from the top of my head? Stella, also kind of singer, lead guitar. Yeah. Moni, bass guitar, yeah. also singer. Olivia Moe, Charlie, <laughs> when Stella. Pianist, keyboardist, yes. sometimes rapper and rapper. singer. And right. then Charlie, drummer, occasional singer. Yeah, there you go. Too many characters. Too, yeah, too many. Like We're said, getting them like, bam, 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 bam. And, and, They're and, in detention. Go, yeah. oh, go ahead. No, I, I was just, just going to say kind of like what I alluded to earlier. Just, just throughout the movie, just their, their storylines kind of cross path kind of maybe like the cheater girls we saw a little bit but in the cheater girls there's not five characters bouncing around to as much i don't i don't think it's uh it's a weird way to say like yes this movie about five characters in a band their stories do cross paths 
like in regards to like personal life, I guess, with like their parents or, you know, other things like that. Because, I, I mean, we see each of these characters in their home lives, either with their dying cats, either with their... Oh, don't get to the cat already. <laughs> but even the movie's getting ahead of itself because it's yeah. setting up what they're doing to detention. The and detention teacher happened. is we like... Haven't even... The detention teacher is like, hey, this room is crappy. We're going to turn it into a music room. That's your detention duty. But then they're like, wait, hold up. We got to get to how we were in detention. I'm like, is this stepsister from Planet Weird? We're having flashbacks within flashbacks. So uh, in the words of Will Smith, speaking of Will Smith, it's rewind time. So we go back even further to some day of school. We're catching up with each of the characters on their way there. And we're getting all of their problems at home. So when his dad has a girlfriend who is 28 and goes to community college. And when understandably feels kind of weird about that and we feel weird about it because that's such a an unprecedented thing to happen in a disney channel movie that like almost always yeah if you have a it's very odd if you have like a single parent or like divorced parents there's usually not a replacement like it's just like they have one parent and that's it because we see her getting dropped off by papa but it's like a weird wave and it's it's very awkward. Like, like I, I know because well, they had already it. established they showed somebody getting dropped off at school, and yes. then they showed the community college. I'm like, wait, that's not the same place. No, is one of these characters going to be from college? And it's like, no, it's just his it's this guy's soon to be stepmom. Step-mom yeah, yeah. And 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 he makes reference to his father. You know, I know you're going through like your midlife crisis. Usually, people buy like a truck. Why do you have to have a 28-year-old girlfriend, dad, who's That actually does mostly fit for a lot of midlife crises, Eh. at least represented in movies. Yes. Stella is a very rebellious youth. She's very, she's like a passionate activist. She's a vegetarian. Yes. She's speaking out against the principal at school. She's the Greta Thunberg or whatever. Eh, Sure, that's a a topical name, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And she kind of hates her parents because her parents are like, traditionally successful they're smart her brothers are smart and she feels that she's dumb but she you know has what she's passionate about uh charlie the drummer likes drumming but his parents like soccer and they want him to be on the soccer team like his brother like his brother and they sell up his brother like his mother starts crying gives him this ball and she says something like this was his his ball, and like you know, and I, I kind of joked to like Luke's, like like is is his brother dead? And she's like, and then he's like, no, no, I wouldn't put just, it past this movie. He's he's just at at college, college, yeah. It was a dirty, ragged soccer ball. Charlie's home life gets well. Stella's home life also gets pretty low development. Uh, Charlie's is fairly uneventful because it kind of just is like, oh, it's a it's Troy's story from High School Musical. Just fill that in. His parents wanted to play sports. He likes music. You know how this should play out. And then Mo or Moni or I said Monini. I don't think that's her name. I think it's Moni. She is the daughter of immigrant uh, Indian parents who have great expectations for her. And we see that she feels very confined in their expectations and she wants to break out and be her own person which at least right now seems to be wanting to wear lipstick and slightly revealing clothes to meet up with her boyfriend scott who sucks we'll get to scott a little bit more so we've established these characters as they normally are how are they in trouble though so that happens somewhat in quick succession where stella is in trouble with the principal I don't know. She's. I think she's in trouble with the principal for wearing a, uh, an offensive T-shirt. 
Yeah, well, she stands up during the middle of like a pep rally. Like no, a... this is before that. Oh, okay, okay. I don't fully understand why she's in trouble until the pep rally. Yeah. But she's just in the principal's office for some reason with her mom, which led us to think that maybe her mom worked at the school. But... Yes, because, yeah, when they're walking in, it kind of, they recently moved. I guess, and she was getting mad at her mom for recently moving. So, and I thought, yeah, maybe maybe her mother was like a teacher because they kind of they walked in together. But like you said, they were going to see. So the principal. Stella's maybe already in trouble. And the principal is played by the actor who is Shooter McGavin in the Happy Gilmore movie. We love to see him. Yeah, you love to see him. He's a very weird character. <laughs> Uh, so he then has like this giant display of security camera footage. Yeah, like monitors in his office. But we like this is the only time we actually ever see it. It felt yeah. like it would have been more of a, a big deal. And Stella kind of points towards it, and then we see that Moni and her boyfriend Scott are yes. sneaking out of class. So then Mo is in trouble for sneaking out of class. And I thought it was just going to be like. A succession of people going to the principal's office <laughs> and then pointing at the camera to get somebody else in trouble. But that would have been pretty funny. It would have, but it's not quite that. Uh, but yes, she goes into the principal's office and pleads her case like, oh, you know, I, you know, I'm a great student. And he's like, yeah, you know, I can see there's no infractions on your record. You're an honor student. I'm going to let it slide this time. But then, Scott, though, he's a the star soccer player. Yeah. Everybody loves him. It's he just gets off with a. Uh, it's 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 a different choice to make soccer. The it one is that gets, odd. It gets sponsored by like a large drink company, right? Or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have that. the The issue is the principal only cares about soccer, soccer or sports activities As for school to music funding, and. and doesn't care about any of the extracurricular, arts like arts stuff. or nerdy activities. Yes. And at some point, they get a sponsorship with a, I think it's called like Turbo something, Turbo no. Blast. I don't know. I have the name somewhere on my notes. Some sports drink, and they get all the money for like a nice soccer scoreboard. Yeah. Whatever. The best person who gets in trouble is Wen, who needs to present something in his history class. But then he finds out that his folder is his dad's girlfriend's folder. And then she shows up to switch folders with him. And everybody's like, ooh. And somebody goes, check out Wen's mommy. And he's, she's was, like, he's like, she's not my not mom. My mommy. And, and, then the, and then the principal says, or no, the teacher of the class says something. He's like, shut up or something. He's he like, really. You're stupid. Why would you stupid. think that? And it's, yeah. That's how like, he gets detention. You shouldn't call me stupid for getting a boner for your stepmom. <laughs> you go to detention now. And then Olivia is just in a broom closet. And she like isn't supposed to be in there or something and she knocks some brooms out while the the principal's racing around the school on his segway because he's very much like joe bluth in arrested development he even has a line at one point where he says i run a very tight ship which of course job says and then michael says well you got a pool table here it's a gaming (laughs) ship but the teacher always practices good safety because he wears a helmet he has an amazing helmet on the segway but he kind of needs it at times because he does go very fast on that thing they then have to go to detention, which also is in kind of like the school ghetto where all of those non-sports activities are. They're all in the basement of the school, along with the the time machine from yes. Minutemen. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just in disrepair. They're all underfunded. and Well, yeah. So, so they're forcing them to go down to the basement so they can build a new gym, right? Uh, I think that's just, they put the money towards a new gym instead of funding these activities. Yeah. And it's in that fateful basement where this band's going to come together. And we get the first tease to maybe how we're going to get to Lemonade Mouth, the name. Because there's a fateful 
Ooh. vending machine. Yes. Mel's lemonade. Yes. That all the kids, they love the lemonade. Yeah, and it's shoved down in this basement. Seems to be like a quarter lemonade or something. Yeah, and they each get a can. You know, we see them kind of crack Well, it's not even it quite cans. It. They're, oh, you know, they're yeah. like jars yeah. with can tops. Yes. Very unusual and probably expensive uh, to produce yeah. the combination. Yeah. Um, Each kid, as they're going in, gets they a lemonade. It. And they taste it. Some of them, I mean, I think they all taste it. And some like, kind of look like, oh, this is gross. Some of them like it. Maybe not uh, overly sweet. Yes. Organic. But then as soon as we cut to them in detention, none of them have the lemonade no, on them. So they, they really slammed that them. lemonade yeah. down. And the teacher... As we said, very beginning is setting them up. Hey, you got to fix up this room. Then she leaves. And we get the first song, probably like 15 minutes into the movie or something, that starts out as a bit of a a stomp live lead in where they're like dinging coins and then books and stomping their feet or whatever. And and do you remember what, why do they just start doing it? Just start tapping and stuff and just happens i think it's actually no it's water dripping because it's such a beat up room there's water dripping dripping from the ceiling into a bucket yes creating a rhythm but then that leads to a song that this movie has a band set up where so then all the band members should know the songs that they're creating as a band but they're not a band yet they know the song but then they all are singing this song turn up the music and since this is kind of like a a future music room there's also instruments in there so Wen gets on the piano, yeah. Stella pulls out an acoustic guitar. But there's like a sarcophagus, there's like a bunch of weird, probably play props. Yeah. The name of the song is Turn Up the Music. Yes. Uh, it's it's totally fine. It's yeah, a fun, it's, it's uh, okay. I like the, yeah, the stomp style. Cool introduction. In. And, 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 and like you said, we, we'd... We'd already been introduced to, you know, okay, like like the one guy was playing his drums in his car, you know, individuals doing this, that. So we already kind of had an idea of what, what instrument capabilities they had, but this is kind of what spelled it out, what they would well, be doing. Well, we kind of did because Stella, we see, not Stella, Mo yes. has a violin. Okay. Uh, well, that <laughs> obviously means she can play an upright string bass, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. tell you as somebody who played the viola, I don't know how cellos or basses would be played whatsoever. Yes. Uh, they don't try to explain how she can play a, a normal than like bass guitar later on. But we'll let it slide because Moe's... Well, actually, no, she's not my favorite character because she makes some bad choices in this movie. We get one of our favorite little tropes here because there's a bit of a, a hat trying on montage because there's lots of costumes here. So yes. some people are putting on hats. Some people are putting hats on other people. <laughs> some people are forcefully shoving pairs of sunglasses onto people's faces. Yeah. And we, well, like a good montage like that. And that's about the extent of the choreography. <laughs> because, well, I mean, soon the, the teacher returns. She's overhearing it in the hall and says, She's crazy. Shit, She's that's getting... some good stuff. Yeah, she likes it. So she comes in and says, You guys are great. And she wants to i thought i was just missing something at first but... she's under the impression that they're a group already i believe and she, she, she makes a comment and, and they're like no we've never even met each which other which seems before. insane because they're playing a song together. yes but i thought i was just maybe missing something because i wasn't paying full attention but she's she's wanting to use them to like show get back at the principal show somebody that's like a success from this underdeveloped program yeah but it's not really established anywhere that like eventually they go to like shows or even kind of competitions. But she's but not the not... one helping out. Doing well, yeah, she's not she? really connected to the no. band, but it's also not even set up like if this is a competition, what you win. Yeah. It's not like you get a grant yeah. for your program or, or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. It is. So that's a little the whole sports versus 
arts, arts doesn't kind of make that much of a matter. It eventually kind of is like, oh, the sports star, he's actually in a rival band. It, it and worked. that's the conflict. It worked in a high school musical. They thought it would work again. But it just it's another kind of just half-baked thing where it's like, you yeah. know the trope. Uh, so kind of just fill in the details about yeah. what should be happening here. Yeah. So they're like, nah, we obviously we made this amazing song, but we're not going to we can't be a group. Uh, we each got our own conflicting things. Sorry, Mrs. I don't even know your name. <laughs> it's not going to happen. But she just says, no, you deserve to be heard. And yes. Stella really internalizes that. Also, she hates the principal. Uh, who does the Mrs. Stella. Resnick? Oh, no. And Mrs. Resnick. Thing. Yes. Then uh, my note just says, when has a horse? We yeah. just cut to when coming home one day. We never see these horses again. And, and, and the dad's like, don't you want to ride with me and my hot girlfriend? He yes. says, no, I don't like riding that much. <laughs> and then the little sister has to chime in. Yes, you do. Come on, like, ride up. your ride your horse. Shut up. He has his own horse. We never yeah. see that horse no. again. But like, this is kind of where we get kind of get introduced to more of them at in their home lives, right? This is where they kind yeah. of go to each one. We check in. Yeah, most I think of all them of them are pretty, actually. Most of them are pretty wealthy. Except for Olivia, who lives with her grandma. And dying cat. Yeah, for a cat. I'm like, is that cat supposed to look like shit? Yeah, it looked pretty ratty. But I mean, like, they were treating it like it looked ratty or was mm-hmm. dying as well. It's oh. a big, big uh, we'll storyline. We'll get back to the cat. Big storyline. I think Stella ends up texting all of the people. And then they all meet at yes. a very important location, Dante's Pizza. The pizza parlor. And she says to them, hey, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but I've signed us up for the Halloween, the Halloween bash. bash. And then also something that I had referenced a bit before, the Rising Star Contest. Yeah. Which is kind of supposed, it's set up as maybe being the big game, but it's never really treated as the big game. And it's, again, we don't actually know what the contest is for. Yeah. I would argue even, I feel like the, the most fun performance was the Halloween bash. Or I mean, yeah. in regards to competition. We'll get to the, in, the in Dante's regards, In regards to competition. Well, I don't I, even I know that's a competition. More. That's just like a school dance oh, that they have maybe. like some kid bands play like two songs. Yeah, that is true. Yada, yada, yada. They do get all convinced to at least do one practice yes. together to see how that goes. So here we're about 30 minutes into this band movie. And we're only just about getting to our second song, which I found egregious. But then we don't even quite get there because there's like Mo and Charlie are like, oh, I'm Mo. I play the violin. I'm classically trained. I can't play this rock music. And then Charlie's like, oh, I like I think she's hot. And if she's not in, then I'm out. They immediately try to break up. And then I think when and Olivia just start playing and singing a song and then yeah, everybody's just, back in having yeah, a just, great time. Just silly little weird conflicts throughout. This song is somebody. Again, somehow they all know the parts to it, <laughs> even though it should be the yeah, first time. Naturally. This movie's so long, I don't fully remember what this one's about. I didn't take notes of the lyrics. I just said good. That's my comment is I thought this one was one. good. It was a good one. What's not good, though, is the band that they're kind of going up against, which is Mudslide Crush. And, and they are like, they're in fear. They are like, they feel like they have no chance against these guys. And we do know that one of them is um, Moe's boyfriend, Mo's Scott. Moe's boyfriend, Scott. Who we had established as maybe like the soccer captain. So then yes. I literally before this scene happened, I was talking to Jacob saying, well, obviously there's going to be some kind of arts versus sports dynamic yes. with her boyfriend scott well there's a there's a conflict between them but i could not have predicted that scott would be a member of the rival band 
that they're and feuding with. And the band they're feuding with is definitely so, that I couldn't predict that to be called Mudslide Crush. It's so trashy. I'm not a huge Limp Biscuit fan, but that feels kind of the style, obviously Disney Channelified that they're going for. We we see them performing. Or, I didn't even uh, make a note of what the song was called because it was pretty bad. They're they're performing in some weird like a uh, warehouse with like fire and stuff. They're jumping up and down on. Well, you trucks. thought like, oh, are they doing a music video? Because yeah, that's kind of what first, it felt they're like, like. All right, we're on, and they're hanging about, and then all of a sudden they're inside of a car, and then they come yes. out of the car to yes. then perform. That's why it did. It looked like a music video, and like they have other band members, but like they're the only ones that people care about. Is yes, uh, two singers, Scott and his friend Ray, who yes. is played by an actor named Chris Brochu, <laughs> which describes essentially what Bro. this guy looks like. Ray is very funny. Yeah, they're Limp Biscuit. They're doing like rap rock rap stuff. stuff. They're jumping up in the air. He threw off his hat to Mo. They're really obnoxious, and I don't know what Mo sees in him in this moment, nor later on in other Ever. moments in the movie. Ever. It's it's a really bad decision I think they made with her and him. Yes. Mudslide Crush is also going to be at the Halloween Bash, and their time slot is getting shrunk because of this unknown band that's going to be playing. Yeah. So then they find out Mo doesn't hide it. I thought that might have been something where she hides that she's in the band for a while. She just says, I'm in this band. And Scott's like, bitch, you yeah. harsh in my vibes. That's my time. And then she's kind of like, what? Now it's all about you. Their yeah. relationship is very odd. No, he's very toxic throughout the whole movie. He's and gross. then everybody hates them now because they all know that they're well, cutting they, into they all love Mudslide, Mudslide Crush's crush. time. I, I mean, this is a very critical point for the band you're coming up to. And it, we're teased. They're like, oh, this is how we came up with the name. Yes. But then it gets cut off as they're coming up with band ideas because they get a threatening note that says, back out of the bash or we'll kill you. Or, or else. Or else. Or else. So that wrecks the, the brainstorm sesh. Then they go to lunch where yes. they see Ray, Chris Brochu, again. This is where Mo and... Um... And her boyfriend are sitting at lunch, right? And he's just being a little, he's being yeah. like just douchey. And he, he's kind of just blowing her off. Her, his buddies are kind of waving him over. So Scott kind of just wanders away. Yeah. Their relationship is weird because there's yeah. like so many things circling around it that the movie doesn't. It's like, oh, she's with Scott as she's kind yes. of rebelling against her dad being with boys. She's yes. also with Scott and he is a sports person versus the arts person. She's with Scott, but he's also in the rival band. And there's yes. like all of these things and they mostly just go with the rival band. Thing. Yeah. And he's the worst. That's what my notes say. He's the worst. So the rest of the band, you know, kind of comes to console her, I guess. Well, this They're just kind of there for lunch. Y and Ray walks up to Olivia and says, I hear you're the lead singer. Yeah. Come. He, he pulls a Denethor and goes, come, sing us a song. <laughs> and it's like, what? This isn't High School he's, Musical. He's like, built us a song. Yeah, he's like, come on, do like the High School Musical thing. Yeah. Sing in a cafeteria. Uh, keep up the status quo. Oh, God. And then he's kind of going after like Stella. And then Stella just drinks some lemonade and spits it on him. So that it, it's leads like to a him. nasty looking yellow gross. Yeah, it's they do something with the liquid to make it probably pop more yeah. on oh, camera. Absolutely. And it looks like he's stained his shirt with like dehydrated piss. <laughs> yeah, it's really gross. But this leads to, you know, some argument brewing. And then the principal zooms in on his Dude, segue. He like comes he's, on the segue he's like when he makes turn. turn. <laughs> I thought he was gonna wipe out. So I, I wonder if that was actually him or like a stunt double. I think it was him. That, it looked like it was pretty front on yeah, when he was coming yeah. through. He came in whipping. So this is this is shooter McGavin come whipping around the corner. And this is where helmet. 
we get the name Lemonade Mouth because Ray says, Lemonade Mouth over here yes. spat on me. Yes. So I guess that's fun. I don't know how else I'd want them to get to Lemonade Mouth. We should, really. get a, we should have got a, like a guitar squeal there. Well, if Sam was here, he would have said there was a guitar squeal Ooh, there. That's true. All right, we, we have a title. So then when uh, winds up at Olivia's house where she lives with her grandma for somewhat secret reasons, if we learn from something her grandma tells when that basically Olivia has no friends and has never brought <laughs> friends over. We get the great line from Wen who goes, wow, that's an old cat. Yeah. When we see Nancy, the cat that looks like, I thought it was just a stray because <laughs> it has matted hair, but it's that she's an old cat that uh, Olivia has from her mom who is dead. So we got old cat, yes. dead mom, grandma, no friends, okay? She has uh, everything going for it, you could, you could say. So then she's getting a little, little sad and then they're kind of composing music. It's weird because when... We don't see his hands on his laptop, but he's basically seems like he's playing an actual like full keyboard and he's just like doodling around. Everybody's kind of getting paired up. Uh, We got Olivia and when Charlie and Mo are kind of making eyes at each other. Stella, she cares too much about her social justice projects to really want to pursue a man or or a woman. And when has a weird uh, line, he's partially he has like a slight list, but he's also kind of like southernish sometimes where he says i like it when you smile <laughs> to olivia oh. they are stressed about the upcoming show and is this where they want to go get some lemonade to drink or something because they think it would help them out it always will make them help them out because my notes say i know what'll make you feel better olivia and they all go lemonade, lemonade. and then they go and see that the lemonade machine has get removed. a sign that says to be removed <laughs> Cut to like the the principal secretary, and yeah. she's like, "There's a lemonade machine." She was a real. She was mean. She was hamming it up. This machine needed to be replaced because of the sponsorship we talked about with the yes, drink. Yes, that's right. I think I had the name right. Turbo Blast, some kind of sports drink. Yeah, probably they like can't a Powerade, non Powerade or a Gatorade. Well, yeah, yes, probably closer to Powerade. Maybe like Quick Aid for the Ooh. the Quick Trip fans oh, if, in, in attendance to this podcast. Oh. Yes. So that doesn't immediately go anywhere, but there's rumblings that they're going to maybe lose their favorite lemonade. They lose that. They lose everything. It's their Space Jam, yeah. Michael's secret, special... Secret juice. Secret special jism <laughs> cup or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Then it's Halloween bash time. Yes. But Olivia is nowhere to be seen. Well, Everybody else is there, but where is she? We Earlier, we had seen her... She, this was when she was saying, like, I'm nervous. Like, I threw up when I had to sing in front of a class when well, I was younger. She sees her boyfriend with another girl, right? Putting his... Sure. That it, happens at the moment. I'm not going to cover all that stuff. It's a long fucking But, but th- this is why she's she's upset, because because she sees well, no, Scott. No, Mo is there. Olivia she, is the one that's missing. Because she had seen Scott with a different Olivia girl. Olivia is not Mo. Oh, yes. When Jacob that, was when on his phone like 90% no. of this movie. I've kept up pretty good this pod. Mo is essentially almost broken up with Scott at this point, we yeah. think. And we have seen him with like some cheerleaders. There's some yes. weird part where his bandmate is like, hey, you want to see Come this weight see room? Just for her to see that her boyfriend is macking on some other Just girl. Just to upset her more. Which I guess was supposed to be like mind games or something. Which, and it works because in the bathroom, she's all weird. No, that's a different character. Oh. Olivia's the one who has a history of throwing up from anxiety. The singing. The she's singer. the one that's missing. Yes. God damn. Hosting the podcast with this asshole. 
So they find Olivia eventually in the bathroom. She had thrown up. She's like, I'm feeling better, but I can't go out. And they say, I think I know what you would like. And uh, Stella has a belt of lemonade. Yeah. Like you'd have grenades six, on a belt. Yeah, She's just six, pulling out cans. the jars of... Uh, Rips the top And off. when, who are in the girls' bathroom, when Pops went over the stall and she's like, fuck yeah. Somebody walks in with uh, toilet paper and they their outfit is a toilet. Because it is a Halloween like, event. Yes, I, I, I was a fan of that. Though none of our characters are dressed in costumes, which is a little disappointing. Yeah, not not really too crazy. And then they... Perform. Uh, so as I talked about at the beginning of this show, when I define determinate, this song yes. that they perform is called Determinate. Not the correct pronunciation, I'm pretty sure. And there was a joke because there was lyrics that Wen was writing with uh, Olivia. Too many fucking characters in this movie. Yeah. And she's like, that's not what determinate or determinate means. But they still put another song because they think it sounds cool. Yeah. And this one, if I had to describe it, I think this one had kind of like a, an Evanescence. If you remember Evanescence, the band, oh a little my. kind of like emo lead in it. A lot of the music in this is kind of pop punkish, yeah, but then it kind of yeah. goes into this like weird techno bridge, and I'm like, I'm not feeling <laughs> this at all. But then when it gets into the chorus where they're just like, D-, well, they don't say it like a robot, but they're like, determinate. Yeah, then I, it was I, getting I, better. I enjoyed the performance. I I, I really like like the the set because it looks like they're kind of performing on or in like a graveyard. I guess that's kind of like the and the tech crew is the, the AV club. Which is yes. reminiscent of my man Mike Pillsbury wow. and Can of Worms when he has to do some kind of special light show thing yeah. centerpiece for his school's Halloween dance. Yeah. So not a reference I'm sure was done in, uh, intentionally, but one that I It's just all like. arsenal, man. And everybody's loving them. They're like, well, yeah. we love Mudslide well, Crush. Yeah, I mean, even Mudslide Brush is loving them. Well, they're a little like... Even the uh, teachers are. The principal, principal is jamming yes. out. Everybody likes this song. Until... So, Determinate finishes. Yes. Everybody's cool. Then Stella. Stella gives a speech and saying like, Hey, man. She's calling out Brennigan, the principal. About... Like the man's holding us down. Well, and like unequal. Like, hey, we're coming out of like a zero funding program. Yes. We're the voice of the voiceless. Because list. the principal will not let them express themselves. And she just who they amps are. up more. And then she reveals her t-shirt, which she actually, we yes. forgot. She wore it at like a school rally. Correct. And it's like, like bright red. Question authority or some shit yeah. like that. And he's, he's, I mean, so he goes back there and he shuts the power off. And so As they're goes, doing like another song, oh, but okay. it's more of just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, spoken word or like everybody's yeah. rapping during it. Oh, that's something in Determinate. When goes like full like Eminem mode. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was in the bathroom I, I, I during did, that I did part, enjoy though. that. That was pretty, that was, that was fun. It was a bit going like a rap god there. Yes. Shuts off the power, which I don't know. Mudslide Crush maybe does perform. We don't know. Because immediately after it shuts the power, we yeah, just we don't hard cut to the principal leaning back in his chair in the during office. In his office, yeah. Which I laughed uh, at that transition. Gotta love Shooter. And that rappy hip-hop song was called Here We Go. Okay. Also had some weird choreography where they're like pantomiming opening cans of lemonade. <laughs> to yeah. Drink, which I was like, I don't know. This is goofy. But it had like the level of energy with the, the choreography and with the audience there. Yes. That I'm like, I'm sure the fans of Lemonade Mouth, like this is the part of the movie where they're like, yes, inject it into my veins. I'm Lemonade Mouth. They speak for me. I fucking hate my parents. Fuck homework. Fuck the principal. <laughs> Oh, 
So yes, so this is where the principal now, like you said, they were in, in the office. This is where he completely shuts them down. They can no longer perform. They're donezo. But he does say that they are very talented. <laughs> yeah. He feels threatened. Yes. So then he says, you can't practice or do anything at school or you're suspended. And yeah. they had, up to this point, always been practicing in that basement area or yeah. whatever. I guess. We didn't really ever see them practice. No, not, no. We saw them, like, leaving They're practice. They were great. They were We just great saw them drinking since... lemonade. Yeah. Forgot to mention, they drink lemonade at the grandma's house. Grandma makes lemonade, and they're Ooh. probably like, shit, I only drink milk. <laughs> Fuck you, grandma. <laughs> this ain't organic. Nobody drinks water in this movie. Only lemonade. Only, yeah, only lemonade. Uh, luckily, though, one of the AV nerds who was running tech for the show had recorded their performance and then had been selling CDs, which I thought was going to become more of a thing. But it's just showing that there's a fervor. They they blow up here, though. The school wants more Lemonade Mouth. There's signs being yeah, there's put up. there's posters everywhere. It's, it's like they're all down and stuff because you're like, oh, we can't perform ever They're walking again. down the hall. People are doing the drinking can Pe- of Lemonade. People love them. Thing. There's a girl in a wheelchair. She's got a sign on the back that's like, Lemonade in my mouth, please. Uh, mudslide crush who? Uh, and then the principal is like, what the fuck is this? I yeah. told you no lemonade mouth. And Stella's just like, right. this is our power, man. You can't <laughs> shut us down. Exactly. We didn't do any of this. Yeah. This is the voice of the people. Which I guess the principal just takes that. I don't know. And they find a new home at Dante's Pizza because Dante's. there's also a giant banner that says, we love lemonade mouth. It's above, yeah, it's above, his, above the pizzeria. It's a massive poster. And this is... Probably my favorite Lemonade Mouth song here. Okay, yeah. This song is She's So Gone, and it's Moe's song. Moe's featured, and this is where we got some stuff. Like, I think we even maybe see Scott come into the the rest with the the cheerleader girl. So this is her being, like, fully like, fuck, Scott, we're done. She gets into it. She's on top of tables. Everybody's into it. Like I said, this is maybe one of my probably top three favorite song performances in a decal. Jacob had closed his eyes as he was recalling that. Yeah. I wanted to relive it. Yeah, it was a good song. Yeah, she's very, you know, she's like splaying out on tables and then she's getting uh, people start people flipping pizzas the in the air. People but then also like the, the workers at the restaurant, like one of the pizza guys pops out and he's like dancing do si with yes. like a, a waitress. Like I would say the there's a scene in one of the Cheetah Girls where they're dancing on all the scaffolding. That's one of my, remember that one? I think that was One World. That was a good one. And then I'd say one of the larger mashups of, you know, high school musicals. What about, in there too. Uh, you're just talking about like choreography things? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't, like, let me tell you a little thing about a, let me introduce myself with the song Introducing Me Ooh. by, is that Joe Jonas? No, oh, a Camp Rock. Song. Two. Camp Rock two, two, please. Yeah, yeah. Don't talk to me about Camp yes. Rock one. Yes. Uh, and then what is the topper on this scene? I think you maybe are forgetting then is that there's constant cuts to Scott in the audience looking so salty. Oh yeah. And mad about Mo being like, "Fuck you, Scott." Yeah. So everybody she's, else is loving it, and Scott's just like, <laughs> "That's what brought it up to me." Yeah, she's just passions on I the table. I think you're forgetting it, uh, the other me. Oh cafeteria dance party with oh the youngest lawrence brother and like the boombox oh, kid shit. not a, a typical musical moment no. but that's why that movie i'm we'll, like why we'll do say, i have this movie so high on my rankings it's like it's because <laughs> of that scene we'll say we'll say top five then uh, yeah you have to be able to remember more of these movies yeah. to actually have any kind of list that's fair so that was awesome, but uh, energy is killed because we find out that Olivia's cat Nancy is dying. Sad. <laughs> this is when a bunch of stuff really starts to happen. 
Oh uh, yeah, dies. this is third act time. Mo and... gets sick, and she we think she has like COVID. That's that's a little bit ahead of that. Okay. So okay. this is just Nancy's cat dies. Okay. And my parentheses for my notes here. This movie is so weird. <laughs> so they all find Nancy yeah, as she's mourning so the cat. It's like she lost her cat. So I mean, basically, she lost her mom too. Yeah, and here everybody's got home drama, and but most is really barely developed. They kind of just bring it up while they're here with Nancy. And as they're mourning the cat and talking about that, Nancy just lets drop that her dad is in prison. Yeah, that was kind of the first mention of so that. So not only it? do we have dead mom, which that happens in DCOMs and BD, but prison dad? We've had business daddies, but prison daddies, that's that's uncharted territory. Yeah. That's I, definitely from the it, book. It came out of, yeah, I know it. And that kind of puts into perspective all these like rich kids who are like, my parents want me to be like my soccer playing brother. And they're like, yeah. shit, you, you don't have anything, Olivia. No. So that leads to them singing a bit of a mournful song called More Than a Band that they seem to compose in that moment. And then they shift to filming a music video for it as they're kind of treating it as the music video is filming them as being like a family. They're like eating dinner oh, yeah, and then they're like yeah, yeah. dancing around yeah. a pool so it's like yeah. we're more than a band we're a family La familia. which is like yeah we we've seen the cheetah girls okay <laughs> cheetah girls cheetah sisters, cheetah sisters. get in line <laughs> the lemonade mouth true amigas cheetahs amigas cheetahs si se puede si se puede si se puede it's one of those things where we're seeing the filming the music video but then we're mostly just as like oh are all these shots just the actual music video then yeah Except for the times when we see cameras in the background that are being operated by Stella's younger brothers. Whatever. We don't see anything of that. No. Mo, for some reason, starts to make up with Scott. Kinda. The worst decision this movie takes. Then the band gets a radio play, which is very exciting. Yeah. Olivia dances with her grandma after they're playing, like, Pfeffer or Hearts. You can't play Hearts with two people. Maybe. I don't think you can. (laughs) But then... As Jacob was talking about a second ago, problems start to arise. For every band member, Mo gets sick. Starts to develop a cough. Charlie breaks his fingers. Well, before that, we have the very dramatic scene where they're playing at Dante's, where they seem to have a, a slight residency. And Ray, one of the members of Mudslide Crush that's not Scott, oh, is yeah. heckling them. And is like, lemonade mouth, more like loser mouth. That's yeah. actually what he says. Yeah. <laughs> and... Then it kind of all devolves. Somehow he gets like pushed down onto like some tough guy's girl's lap. He's like, that's my girl. And then it turns into like a bar fight. But since it's a kid's movie, they're just throwing like red solo cups that are empty. I mean, there's like hundreds of red solo cups on the floor. And Dante's pissed. And Dante wordlessly is like, cuts across his neck. He says, no mas. You sleeping with the fishes now. Yeah. So they lose their place of playing. And then... Charlie kind of is like, Mo, why are you sick? She's like, I'm not. Quit tripping. And he's like, I kind of like you. And she's like, we're just friends. <laughs> I'm with Scott. And he's like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> and Mo's dad's like, I didn't come to America for you to get mixed up with boys. And she's <laughs> like, Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> and then Charlie breaks his fingers, drumming somehow. Yeah. Shitty things happen to every character. Olivia loses her voice. After she's yelling at Wen too much. I think that's what... And then she's like walking away coughing. Wen gets, I don't know. Wen hurts his eye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's getting well, fucked. Well, Wen hurts his eye because he's helping his dad hang up a picture yeah, of him, Sydney yes. in cowboy hats. And they're not even married yet. And he says, hey, you want to be my best man? And so, he goes, whoa, whoa, what? And the picture hits him in the and eye. And he tells her... Well, and Wen's like, 
fucking Sydney. And Olivia's <laughs> like, my mom is dead and my dad's in prison. I don't give a shit about your hot future stepmom. Check your privilege. Put your life in perspective. You own actual horses. <laughs> And then Stella doesn't really have. She's she's pissed about the removal of the lemonade machine. She doesn't have anything with like laying down on the ground. They're gonna drag it away, and she's like, "Hell no, we won't go." She's like chained to it. Yeah, she happens upon them wheeling away, like the movers wheeling away the lemonade machine. So she calls in all the band members who have kind of just resigned themselves, like, "Hey, we're not doing the Rising Star show because we're all fucked up right now." So they come there and they're like, Stella, what's this? And she's doing like civil disobedience. Like, I'm not going to move. They all get pissed. And then the movers are like, fuck you. And they're starting to move him. And then they're fighting them. And the they get police arrested. rolls up. They and get taken to a holding cell. They get arrested. Yeah. They continue to fight in the holding cell. But they get brought together by another bit of a stomp live segment. As yeah. Charlie's tapping a coin on the payphone well, in there. They're debating whether or not it's worth going on. Continuing and as a band. They make up. Because they love, they love yes. two things. They want to fucking lemonade beat. and music. Yeah, lemonade first. Though. Yes, this is all like them. I think maybe it might even be determinate. I don't know what song they do here, but yeah, it's one right. that they had done previously. Yeah, they they perform multiple songs. Like you said, but this is only like three or four songs. And I thought like this was going to be like all of their ailments are magically healed. Oh, they're not. No, but what is magically healed is all of their home drama. Because they're all picked up by, like, parental units. Yes. Conveniently, it's like, oh, Sydney picked up Wynn, so his dad didn't find out he was in jail. And now Wen loves Sydney. He really goes in for that hug real tight. A little warm embrace. Hey, Sydney, don't look at Wen's search history online if you know what I'm saying. Mommy gets stuck in oven. Olivia gets picked up by her grandma, and her grandma's like, I'm just happy you have friends. (laughs) I don't care that you got arrested. (laughs) You're better than a cat. Uh, Mo, Mo's parents pick her up and they're like mad, but she's like, Hey, I really care about the band. And he's like, well, I'm still pissed, but I guess you could play. I didn't really yeah. understand why that one got resolved. Was the mom maybe being a little bit more supportive? Well, the mom showed up in one of the scenes earlier where it's like, wait, she had a mom. <laughs> yeah. She just comes in out of the, the corner, like a ghost being yeah. like, Ugh. I thought everybody just had one parent in these movies. Charlie gets picked up by his brother, and his brother's like, hey, just tell mom and dad you don't like soccer. And guess what? My grades kind of suck this semester, so I'm not the perfect brother. Well, that's solved. (laughs) So stupid. And then Stella gets picked up by her mom, and her mom's just like, you love lemonade so much, and I'm just happy that you believe in something to fight for. So, like, everybody's totally fine with their kid getting arrested. So that's cool. And then they go to the Rising Star show just in time to see Mudslide Crush perform a song that I assume is called Wish You Were Us. This one's more pop punk instead of rap rock. And this might actually low key be my favorite song in the movie. It's the closest we've ever had in one of these musical movies to really having a strong villain song. So this is being sung by Ray. The lyrics go. My girl is hotter than your girl. It's so bad. My ride is sweeter than your ride. You want to be us. We run this town. <laughs> they have pictures of themselves on their Actually, shirts. Actually, only Ray does. They okay, don't have okay. Scott have a picture of himself on his shirt. Because they want to just be like, actually, Ray's the bad one. Scott's totally fine. God, it's bad. But the audience loves it. They're singing along. They love the song. They're like, you are better than us. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck I mean, you. fuck me, actually. Fuck me. Fuck me, Jerry. Fuck me. 
You know, I turned around on Mudslide Crash. But they're, they're your new favorite band. You got merch. Uh, and then it's Lemonade Mouth's turn. For to perform Determinant for the 30th time. And I, again, thought their ailments had all healed through no. the power of friendship. But uh, Wen can't play the piano intro right because his black eye. Uh, everybody else is kind of fumbling with their instruments. Some of them can't sing right. And then it's just like, shit, we can't even play the song. So they're just standing there looking all sad. And then we had briefly mentioned Wheelchair Girl. It's sign yes. on the back of her wheelchair. She's in the audience. She looks very sad. But then she begins to lead the crowd in singing to terminate. The biggest fan. And then Scott ditches Ray and says, I'm helping them out. And he gets out there and plays the song on the guitar for them. And they just kind of stand there where everybody around them is performing their song, showing how powerful Lemonade Mouth is and how much it means to everyone. And it's brought everyone together. And I'm like, this scene is pretty good, but yeah. I don't think I don't think the movie has deserved it. No, I <laughs> or earned it. So I don't know if they win or don't. We don't even know what this contest is no. really for. Uh, this is when like the really shitty thing happens. Yes. They redeem Scott. God, it's awful. So Mo comes out and meets up with Scott and he's like, hey, man, I guess I'm really shitty. His hair in this situation throughout the whole movie. I don't know what they were fucking it's going bad. for. Here, his hair looks totally normal. So that's to try to make you like him more, uh, uh, probably. And Mo's like, there's yeah. There's no reason. I guess we can get back together. She doesn't kiss him on the lips, though. No. Kisses him on the cheek. And he's still, like, he was just with that, that cheerleader, too. It's so And we see Charlie. Weird. He walks in and sees them. And he's like, well, it's okay, because some random girl who doesn't have any speaking lines, yeah. like, waves him over. Yes. And it's like, well, that's solved. And uh, then Wen and Olivia are kind of implied to be an item, because Wen buys her a kitty, or just gets her a kitty. And yes. Then they hug, and then they go to Wen's dad and Sydney's wedding. Yeah, uh, which I'm like, okay, wrap it up, Lemonade Mouth. But then yes. there's even a further crazy thing. There's another song to well, come because and Jacob was not paying attention to any of this. All of the couples are paired up in the audience, but then Stella is sitting next to this very weird looking guy. He looks like one of the kids in the hall. The guys, Lemonade kinda. Man, Mel, as we yes. learn, he's like, oh, that's my college Organic. friend up there. Yeah. And he's like, my name's Mel. Oh, what what do you do, Mel? Uh, I've been making lemonade. People, organic lemonade. People going shit crazy for so, this. Well, so, like, were they almost starting to set them up as a couple? But I know that's where they were going for it. I'm this like, oh, this guy man. looks very ill. But no, it was for a sponsorship. He's like, I don't understand why everybody's drinking this like crazy. And it's like, because we're lemonade mouth. Yes. We hawking that shit for free. Yes. So then they create some partnership and Mel yeah. pays for a music hall at the school. Yes. And then they try to redeem the principal by the principal saying like, hey, Mrs. Detention Teacher, and the, yes. you could be a good principal in the future. What? I, yeah, <laughs> I used to be kind of a rebel myself. The principal says this. <laughs> Come Shooter, on. Shooter McGavin's redeemed. I was saying to Jacob when we were watching, like, this is the hardest of being like, we want to make a sequel to this where yeah. you just go into the next movie right. loving is, everybody. Yes. You know, we're Mrs. Darbacine, the principal, <laughs> where we're going to be excited to see him in the future or whatever. Unfortunately, we don't. And didn't really talk about it, but there's been bits of narration throughout the whole movie. And we find out that the framing device of this is that this is Olivia writing to her prison dad, who she yes. said earlier has written her letters, but she's never written him back. And the postscript is like, oh, yeah, and we have a big show. The, they perform Breakthrough, 
Yes, their final song in like the stadium that we saw. At Madison Square Garden. Is that where it was? Yes. Where it was being teased, their big show at the very beginning of the movie. Gets paid off here. Breakthrough with a new band member. Scott. It's Scott. Boo. Who the has essentially decision. replaced Mo as the bass guitar player. Yeah. But then he's like showboating with his guitar way and more than any bass guitar player should be doing. He has a mohawk. Or I, mean, I think technically maybe a faux hawk. A faux hawk. Because it's just kind of gelled up into yeah. that. Yes, yes, yes. And this kind of mostly centers on the three girls, Mo, Stella, and Olivia. They they do now have uh, backup dancers, too. I mean, they got fucking everything. They got yes. lights, fucking oh, the amount pyro of extras, or smoke the going on. The extras needed for this They got scene. screens in the back to make sure that you see that Charlie's actually a part of the band because yeah. he just randomly pops up and, like, points a drumstick out because it's like charlie is definitely like the least (laughs) utilized character in this movie but don't forget him because he's the hot guy with long hair okay girls yeah when gets in a bit doing some more rapping a little less eminem in this situation and just more i don't know hip-hop or whatever this song's fine i didn't really love it as the final number no i I said we we had our our but the biggest songs are a lot of extras a lot of extras. Maybe the most we've ever seen in a decom. Maybe. and uh, Literally, a Madison Square Garden is full. It's packed. Which is interesting because then they end the song and they're kind of credits are rolling and we're just seeing them confetti celebrating falling. with like the people in the audience. They're, doing, they're, they're crowd surfing. So it's like, yeah, we forgot that. Scott, I think, was doing no, that. No, Scott crowd surfed in their other song. Okay. I think that was like their first song, actually. Okay. And they were like humping the air kind <laughs> of as they were crowd surfing. Very weird. And lemonade mouth. My mouth. I want some lemonade so that I can stop talking about mm, this movie, which I uh, I really wanted to like it. But I'm mostly kind of just, nah. I think it's maybe better than Camp Rock Is 1, it, but yeah. not as good as High School Musical 2. You just think it, it, too much was going on? There was just... There's so much drama, and yeah. I just want some music. Yeah. Put the drama into the True. songs. Like yeah. Moe's breakup song. That they, worked out well. They could have the had more songs. The Dead Cat song wasn't that great of a song, but it still was like driving the movie forward. Where like there's there's we no went 30 way. minutes with only two songs. There's no way they performed so that the, the album that they put out has 10 songs on it. There's no way we heard 10 songs. Where's the B-sides in this movie? And maybe they throw uh, Mudslide Crushes stuff on Sh- there. Should I read the 10 songs really quick here? Sure. So, number one, turn up the music. Two, somebody. Three, and the crowd goes. Four, determinate. Yeah, Five, and the crowd goes, I don't think it was one. Here we go. Six, she's so gone. That's, Seven. That's Mo's song. More than a band. Eight, don't you wish you were us. So there's... Hell yeah, bro. Yes. Nine, breakthrough. And then ten, living on a high wire. Yeah, that one wasn't performed. That's like the the bonus track after you listen to three minutes of silence after breakthrough. Yeah. I do think uh, she's so gone should be called in parentheses Mo's song. Mo's song. Yeah. <laughs> they do that with musicals yes, sometimes. Yes, yes. So yeah, that's how I feel about it. And like as the band, they don't really. There's not enough chemistry I feel with the band members, and at times. I kind of felt like I would have wanted to bully these kids too. <laughs> like I just didn't Ouch. like them. Yeah, I don't know. There just wasn't as good of chemistry. The development happened, but it was oftentimes like development either just about the individual character 
or them with like one of the band members, but not yeah. enough as like them as a cohesive as a collective. unit. Yeah. When you got so many characters, you want it to be like a you know a friends situation or you know sitcom. Uh, Seinfeld. We want like these to be a believable group of friends that you yes. want to they, project yourself onto or yes. want to be a part of. And it doesn't really. I didn't get that feeling. No, the, the, it feels like they're each of them has a, a connection with different members, but not like you said, not as not as a whole. They're not or like, like a, High School Musical two. Maybe Lemonade Mouth two would have gotten there more, but High School Musical one still did a better job of being like. I like these characters. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see them in High School Musical yes. 2. And High School Mu- Musical 2 gets to do the thing of like, you like these characters enough that we're just going to like do weird pairings that you wouldn't expect. And then there's that one guy that I'm like, was he in the original movie? Who is this guy? Zeke or whatever? No, it wasn't yeah. Zeke. I don't remember. Uh, Yeah, that's enough about Lemonade Mouth. This room, it's hot. This movie was long. And, and it's funny you bring up the sequel because they, they originally had announced it that they were going to make another one. Yeah, as I said, somebody like posted it on Twitter and then they're like, nah, it's actually not happening. And there wasn't really any details else about it. 5.7 million viewers on, on the premiere night. It was ranking as the number one TV telecast. Cool. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it beat the Zack and Life Cody movie. <laughs> Cable's number one original movie of 2011. As I said, you know, just stuff's going down in ratings overall. Yeah. I think that's because it's an original one. I believe the Phineas and Fur movie had higher ratings, but that was a, a pre-existing property. Yes, yes. All right. Any final thoughts about Lemonade Mouth besides boring Wikipedia regurgitation? No. All right. Uh, Lemonade Mouth could not have stopped 9-11. <laughs> you don't think each, each, each character could have brought down a plane? They, like, injured themselves in, like, the dumbest ways. <laughs> that is true. Uh, like, Lemonade Mouth, part of their appeal, I think, is that they're a ragtag unit, but they're not really a cohesive unit, as I said. I don't believe that they could have. And in retrospect, we should have bought, like, some, you know, weird, weird lemonade to taste test today. That would have been... How weird can lemonade be, though? You know, some... We gotta find Moe's. Secret juice. Mel's. Mel's. Secret juice. Yeah, don't say you want Moe's juice. <laughs> Uh, there the is Simpsons. a Mountain Dew Raspberry Lemonade one, but that's not like that's just like sold in stores or something yeah. really special about that. As Jacob's alluding to there, no a whole new pop, unfortunately. No. I think we gotta we gotta collect the one that Dustin has from us at yes, some point. Yes. But you can write us at a whole new pod at gmail.com. Maybe. I don't know. Nobody ever does. I feel like we should actually come up with a more funny joke, uh, or just any joke at all about people never writing us. For a second I was worried that I wasn't actually signed into that email account because i have like both my gmail accounts hooked up yeah no i was oh (laughs) just still nothing coming through which is fine because you can maybe direct some of your attention instead to youtube.com slash a whole new pie where you can like rate and comment and subscribe to our stuff on there apple podcasts rate and review us there google spotify stitcher you know the deal if you even listen to this part of the episode (laughs) thank you uh, my updates on Twitter porn bot algorithms Ooh, or whatever. Yes. They're not even trying anymore. They oh, just no. have a picture of a booby lady <laughs> and they just say gaming anime <laughs> and that'll be it. <laughs> They're not even doing some weird amalgamation of like a bunch. Or they of might words. say, do you like my anime? Yeah, that'll be about it. Uh, or oh. they'll say, is this good to wear to our anime date? <laughs> uh, so what should we go out on? Uh, lemon aid. I don't know. <laughs>
Uh, we suck. <laughs>